and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron here for Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, Episode 246. Brought to you weekly on Blog Talk Radio. Today's topic is functional medicine, but we will be talking about the flu. We'll, we will review, along with co-hosts Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, Dr. Russell Jaffe's predictive biomarkers. Dr. Jerry will have some new information for us on that field. And then we will talk a little bit about uh, what's in store with functional medicine. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, I want to thank all of our listeners who have stuck with us this past four years. Uh, I understand today we even have some medical students listening in, and uh, since it's an Internet podcast, uh, we are heard uh, on a few continents, uh, mostly men, uh, according to the analytics, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get some more ladies in there. Uh, Refer your significant other, wife, or girlfriend to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, grateful people are happier, they are less depressed, they are less stressed, and they are more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And this stress topic will be something we'll be discussing for the next few shows because it has a lot to do with functional medicine. So I do want to get on with the program, but I do do want to remind everybody that we do have a Facebook page, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Uh, you can uh, reach us at Doc Ron D O C R O N Doc Ron Radio at Gmail dot com. We are on iTunes, Doctor Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We are on Blueberry. So, if you're out jogging and uh, you, you get bored, uh, you can get us on any of those platforms. Okay, so I've thanked everybody for listening. We are the number one health radio network show here in Southwest Florida on the Internet. I want to thank you for listening uh, with an attitude of gratitude. I now want to introduce uh, our co-host for this program, uh, Dr. Well, I see he's here, but he's not clicking in. All right, Dr. Jerry, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just had my dental equipment fixed, and I'm happy he's a pig knee-deep in slop. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You got the window to your health is through your mouth, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, and Dr. Dan, how are you? Oh, I'm in. I'm in good shape. Uh, good afternoon. Beautiful weather down here. We're hitting 89 today, and uh, I'm going to say it again: Fly Eagles, fly! I'm still excited. Being from well, Philly, yeah. Well, uh, Dan is obsessed with the Eagles, and that's the I just love them. All right, so look, let's uh, we have, we we generally cover too much, and we give you a little maybe too much information at times. But let's just uh, just take a couple minutes uh, about the flu. This flu epidemic is real, but do know that the flu vaccine 
fails 99% in the new Cochrane Review. Okay, so Cochrane Review, they review all studies about the flu. So they generally are pretty accurate in their reviews, ladies and gentlemen. But it, if you take the CDC's uh, word for it, it is less than 25% effective. So this flu vaccine contains a lot of adjuvants. It has uh, formaldehyde, mercury, aluminum, fetal cells, glyphosate. It's loaded with unnatural things, and it does not have the virus that's causing this disease. So there are natural remedies we've talked about, like washing your hands. I do want to tell you that the flu brain is a real thing. You know, when you feel foggy when you get the flu, because your flu is so, the, your, your brain is, is bombarded with uh, inflammatory chemicals, and it tries to get rid of them. You know, we've talked in the past why sleep is so important, that glymphosatic, uh, glympholytic uh, transmission, like the lymph, like your lymph glands, trying to get that stuff out of your brains. That all gets clogged. It interferes with the neurotransmitters, and you just get this brain fog. And it's real. I can tell you yeah, that Dr. it is Ron, very real. Yes. Yeah, one, one interesting uh, pearl is that when you're getting under seven hours of sleep and your big body becomes acidic, the cell membranes lose their energy, and it's very difficult or virtually impossible to kick the virus out of the cell when you have below seven hours of sleep. Exactly. And, and plus the fact that when the virus is it, he's in there, it's making a lot of cytokines which are pro-inflammatory and antibody proteins that uh, are just, just uh, invading your brain and in the intracellular space. So it is real, and if you're acidic and not doing the things like even Dr. Jaffe last week said, a morning pH, and we'll review that in a minute. Uh, check your urine and make sure you're not too acidic. So I just want to warn you. Please, that there's a drug company called Jiangi. They have brought blockbuster drugs to the market. They're in Japan, and they develop the statin drug Crestor. They develop the antidepressant Cymbalta, and now they have set their sights on the FDA to get a new killer flu treatment that will kill the flu in a mere day. But let me just tell you, I've looked at the studies that they've submitted. And I could tell you that the drug maker reported that for 200 people, around half of the study volunteers, so it's 200 out of 400, the medication reduced, reduced their influenza viral load to undetectable letter, le- levels in one day. So they did de- decrease the viral load. But as far as feeling back to normal or returning to pre-influenza health status, it took five days on average. So, so much for that 24-hour promise, and plus all the side effects that it has. Slightly less than Tamiflu, and and that's saying a whole lot, because when it comes to Tamiflu side effects, we all know it has a list as long as your arm. So, I don't be so fast to pop a pill, but do make sure your daily vitamin D Three supplement is minimally 2,000 units a day. Your vitamin C, your olive leaf extract, your zinc, maybe some black elderberry syrup, uh, oscillocosetum, uh, a, a homeopathic remedy that's been around for years and years and years. And simple things. Wash your hands often and keep on washing them. Uh, 
Dr. Jerry, I'd like some of your uh, input on the flu uh, that's going around now. Beside the fact that we know, you know, that it, uh, the, the vaccine is totally ineffective. Well, the other big thing that I want to emphasize, please do not take aspirin when you have the flu because it literally opens up the cell membranes and it spreads it faster. And you're going to be, I think, twice as ill and, and I think four times longer to recuperate just because you're taking aspirin. So it's it's no miracle drug, and it creates more problems than than it uh, solves. So please keep that in your uh, in the back of your head, so you don't immobilize yourself. But as far as the flu, um, you know, I just had many discussions with my patients uh, during the day, and the one thing that I keep telling them is that you have to put real food into your body. You know, eating processed foods, microwave food, it destroys it. The body can't maintain a strong immune system with dead food. So you have to eat real salads, real fresh fruit. Um, you know, supplements have to be food-based. And vitamin C is so critical. You know, most vitamin C that's sold on the market is ascorbic acid, which is not vitamin C. It's only the antioxidant fraction. <clears throat> so we use a product called Amla C. It's made from Indian gooseberry. It's a food. There's also another vitamin C that's made from camu camu fruit from South America. It has all the components of real vitamin C, which is antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antipyretic for, for fevers. So you can get your this big bang with virtually no side effects or little side effects and a fraction of the cost of what these drugs, uh, you know, are running today. Uh, as far as antibiotics, they don't work for viruses. But oregano is, is a wonderful substance. We use 100% pure oregano that kills bacteria, viruses. I even got rid of MRSA with that. Um, there's other wonderful things. Imutol, which is beta-1316 glucans. It's, we use a product from uh, in Norway. And it just boosts your immune system. You don't need these fancy these drugs because the side effects, you know, goof up your intestines. And when your intestines get goofed up, then you get overgrowth of candida and other pathogenic bacteria, which also filters up into the brain. So you talk about brain fog. This is part of the reasons why it happens. You know, the, the disrupt the normal physiology of the bacteria living in there, and uh, it just throws your whole body out of balance. So vitamin E from coconut oil is very, very good for a natural antibiotic. Um, Frankincense is good. Essential oils. We we spoke about frequencies in previous. You know, if if you take a cup of coffee, it'll lower your frequency <clears throat> for three days. So um, uh, Idaho spruce has a frequency of 300 and, or 850 hertz. Rose oil has 320 hertz. Just, well, that's why these oils let's, work. Let's go back to basics, Dr. Jerry. Let's try and prevent the flu before we have to get involved with all the remedies to, to, to exactly. treat it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, real so, food. Yeah, real food and, and a good positive attitude, adequate sleep, adequate sun. If, you, if you're not getting adequate, sun, adequate sunlight, vitamin D3, important to supplement. And not one made from lanolin, and Dr. Jerry has talked about that. Uh, so I think the, the, the emphasis should be on prevention, adequate, good, clean water, filter water without fluoride and, and, and chemicals in it. 
so that that's that's really important. And then if you do get it, then the the things that I have mentioned and Dr. Jerry has have mentioned to treat it rather than the Tamiflu, which is a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, the CDC has brought bought millions of dollars worth of it, and they have to get rid of it. And uh, my brother, who was just admitted to the intensive care unit with the flu, they gave him Tamiflu in the emergency room, and he hallucinated. He was already dehydrated, and he already had had the flu for at least 48 hours. So I mean, the Tamiflu is cheaper than LSD, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a knee-jerk reaction to our young physicians who I dare say have been trained by big pharmaceutical companies. Big pharmaceutical companies now control 80% of the board of directors of the medical schools in this country. Uh, so our medical students are learned to group, a, uh, to, to, to group symptoms together to come out with a disease name that can be treated by a drug made by these pharmaceutical companies. So. Uh, that being said, it's really important, ladies and gentlemen, to our young students listening out there, please critically think about everything you learn. Question everything. It's really important. And always ask yourself, do we have the best medical outcomes for the amount of dollars we spend in our in this system? Always ask yourself that, young, young ladies and gentlemen. I, uh, I have some things. To, uh, you have something you can take penicillin, right? <laughs> yeah, where? <laughs> doesn't work. That, that could get rid of those things. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to my wife. She's allergic to it. <laughs> That'll take care of her good, won't it? No, if someone is sick, tell them not to come over. I'm serious. Don't have them come into, oh, I'm sick, but I'm coming to your house. No, you're not. Don't shake hands with, with with all these people. 80% of all diseases spread with the hands. You keep touching all these things. Uh, people touch their, their faces 300 or 3,000 times. I don't remember what the number is, times a day. Uh, all the different parts of the face. So you can spread this virus all over the place by just touching things and then by passing it on with your hands. In fact, if somebody strange comes into our home, I had mentioned to you yesterday the electrician came in, I gave him a shot of uh, uh, antibacterial Purell. I said, clean your hands. And he said, you're right. So I didn't take any chances, you know. So be be careful with what you're talking about. The prevention is very important so you don't have to go through all these other ramifications afterwards. Okay. So How's that sound? Wash your hands. Avoid avoid contact. Your hands. Avoid crowds. Avoid crowds and avoid common crowds, sense right. measures. Avoid uh, common sense measures. So that's what I, that's, that's, that's that's my take on the flu. It is real, uh, and but uh, you don't have to get pneumonia. You don't need the flu shot. In my opinion, you do not need the flu shot. One that's less than ten percent effective with all the uh, ingredients in that flu shot that your physician will not tell you about. So, uh, and if, if if Dr. Jerry or Dr. Dan has a one or two sentence comment, let, let's do it, and then we'll move on. Turn Jerry, off your Dan. Wi-Fi. Yeah, turn off your Wi-Fi when you go to bed, because that really uh, disrupts your whole energy pattern. Uh, that's an right. excellent point. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's an excellent we, point. That, we do that every night. Thanks to you guys. Thank you. And uh, All right, so... And the common sense things about the flu, try and prevent it if you can. That's that's the main main thing. Now, I just want to uh, just rehash what we 
what we talked about last week with Dr. Russell Jaffe. I mean, this man is incredible. I mean, I, I, I have his, still have his uh, uh, short CV in front of me, and it, it, it's just incredible. Uh, and you shouldn't name, remember this name, P-E-R-Q-U-E, Perk Integrative Health. Okay, and, and it's on both our programs, Perk Integrative Health, there, where you can find uh, the eight predictive biomarkers. Dr. Jaffe's been working with this for over 40 years. He's authored over 100 articles on this subject. And why do we bring this to your attention? Because regular blood tests just tell you how sick you are in relation to all the other sick people out there. They're, they're sick tests. They're, they, they, so you might be in the optimum range, but you know, you're not as sick as either guy, guy on either end. Predictive biomarkers, though, are defined as specific tests that when referenced to best outcome goal values rather than usual or normal statistical ranges, predict a 10-year survival. As Dr. Jaffe says, he wants to make it to 120, but not only do that, he plans on dancing. So we want to, I mean, that's his words. Uh, he wants right, to have I remember life, life in those years. So he trained at the National Institute of Health. He, he's a, a, a real rock star. We were very honored to have him uh, on board last week. And I just want to mention the eight tests that he uh, talked about. He talked about hemoglobin A1C, okay, under 5% it should be, for optimal health. He, uh, high sensitivity C-reactive protein under 0.5 milligrams per liter. High sensitivity homocysteine, under 6 millimoles per liter. He uh, recommended a test that he does in his lab called the LRA, a lymphocyte test, and that has to be uh, determined by his lab. He recommended a first morning specimen of urine to have the pH between six and a half and seven and a half. And this goes to what Dr. Jerry always talks about. He recommended getting vitamin D checked. Okay, it should be between 50 and 80 nanograms per milliliter. Now, if it's between 20 and 80, and if it's 26, your normal physician may say, oh, you're okay, you're within the normal range. You're at the normal range for sick people, ladies and gentlemen, not for healthy people. He recommended getting an omega-3 index that measures the, the ratio between omega-3 to omega-6. should be 8 to 12%. And then he mentioned a, a, another test that I have to go to my notes for because those, those, those I remember. But the other one he recommended was an 8-oxoguanine, 8-oxoguanine. Mm. It's a urine test. And that should be less than 5.3 nanograms per milligram of creatinine and that determines your antioxidant protection. So with these tests, if they are normal, you're, you're fine. But if they are abnormal, you can make lifestyle changes to bring them into the normal range and increase your longevity. Okay, that's what's so great about what the work he has done, you know, traditional tests versus predictive health goal values. Uh, it, it's been incredible work. It, it's really something that you know most physicians will not balk at at you if you go in and ask for them, uh, because they are they are tests that they know. Okay, there are some other tests Dr. Jerry going to will talk about 
amino acid tests and all. Your normal physician may, you know, say, well, I, can, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's a quack medicine or whatever. But these eight tests, uh, you could listen to last week's show again. They're on that on his website, Perk P E R Q U E, and it's something you might want to consider for your next physical. Okay, now, uh, Dr. Jerry, you you were there during the interview. What else do you remember from Dr. Jaffe? Well. He talks about the homocysteine, which uh, you're looking for less than six micromoles per liter. <clears throat> and, and the problem is we're not getting enough B vitamins in our diet from green leafy vegetables to lower the homocysteine level. So, again, like you said, lifestyle. You know, st- stop drinking the, the, the pH 2.6 sodas. You know, stop microwaving your food. Stop eating, you know, the, anything that's in the package is usually dead. So that, that's, real the value, that's the value of his testing, right? I mean, there are yeah. common sense lifestyle changes that you can make. That's why right. I love and, it so much. Yeah, and you don't have to go swim th- through crocodile-infested waters to, to find this stuff. And You know, you go to the supermarket at the other end, you know, where the real food is, not, not the processed foods. And, you know, Take uh, kale, for example. You steam it. You put some sauerkraut in it. It's delicious. You know, uh, squash, butternut squash, high vitamin A. See, vitamin A is very, very important for your immune system. And, you know, it's different than the fish oil vitamin A, which is good for eyesight. But the other vitamin A just helps your, your cell membranes to, you know, repair, to prevent, you know, foreign substances from getting through. And, again, the green vegetables for your B vitamins, or take a food-based B vitamin. It's just too simple. Yeah, and and it really goes to what we've been talking about, ladies and gentlemen. You have to be the CEO of your own body. You can control and save your life, or you can put it in the hands of someone else. It's it's really your decision because Dr. Jaffe said epigenetics can change your gene expression. Ninety-two percent of the health you experience, 92% can be changed. And every seven years you have new cells except for your bone. So you can, if you, by using proper lifestyle methods, you can have a new body every seven years. So what you have today doesn't necessarily mean what you're going to be seven years to, uh, from now. The lifestyle uh, changes uh, that you uh, 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 in, uh, put into practice can activate and turn on these uh, epigenetic markers, okay? It, it's just, it's not that difficult. It's not rocket science. So well, you know Dr. what's really Dr. interesting that Dr. Sorry, Jaffe... Just, uh, yeah. He, go ahead. He, well, he did no, say, eat, eat like a peasant, feel like a king. Eat like a king, die young and suffer. Mm. Yeah, well, basically, you have a chronologic age which is your birthday date, and then you have a physiologic age. So you could be, you know, 90, but have a physiologic makeup of a 45-year-old. Yep. Exactly. Well, that, that was a great, great program. If uh, you, uh, any of our listeners want to go back and listen to it, uh, it was program 245, number 245. And he did mention the health food superstars before we move on, and that were garlic, ginger, Onions, brassica, sprouts, and eggs. He called them the health food superstars, G-G-O-B-S-E. 
And, you know, he even had his own garden. That's how many, I mean, this man walks the talk. Right? Live in harmony with nature. That's what he, that's what, that's what he wants us to do. All right, Dr. Dan, you, you, I know you couldn't be there when we interviewed him, but uh, do you have any uh, comments from – I know you listened to the program. Well, I, listened to the, I listened to the program when I got home, and uh, it was just uh, uh, phenomenal. Um, thank, thank God he, he did mention the first three tests, that if your doctor doesn't know what those first three tests were – uh, I don't have that particular uh, show in front of me right right now, but uh, you should get another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, and then he says he, homocysteine and all that business. But the other Jerry some Dray. of the other tests were very esoteric, and I don't think most doctors know what they are. Right. You know, well, see, the last one know, you mentioned you with the got, with the adoxy whatever it was. I don't have it in front of me, but adoxyguanine. Right, right, right. But, but I'm right, going to Dr. bring it Terry, up. Uh, Terry, I, I think we covered this. I think he was a fantastic guest. Uh, the, the he was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, well, it's interesting. But, you know, the, the pH is so critical to health because um, Otto Warburg won a Nobel Prize back in '31. When your pH is below 6.5, you get fermentation. It's like making beer or wine in your body. And you lower the oxygen levels to the tissues, and it enhances the growth of cancer and pathogenic bacteria. So that's why it's so important to get that pH 6.5 to 7.5. Well, and, and how difficult is that? I mean, how well, difficult it, is it to measure? Oh, it's, it's child's play. I mean, you know, you, you put in the urine stream a little uh, tab, and then you wait 30 seconds, and you match it to the bottle and get the, the color match, and it tells you exactly what the pH is. Boy, that sounds really tough. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you can't um, see in the morning, if you got a hangover, <laughs> it is tough. <laughs> but, I mean, it, like, what we're saying is this, this that's easy to do. We've got to all be doing that. Check your pH. People check their oil in their car more often than they check their pH. <laughs> Yeah, and as and as it's always been said, people that drive with gasoline cars don't go putting diesel fuel fuel in it, and vice versa. You you have to have good fuel for the engine to work properly. The same with our bodies. Our bodies are it's really tough to destroy them, but we're doing a great job. Well, was it that movie uh, Supersize Me? You know, eating McDonald's yeah. for thirty days, the guy almost died. Yeah, he only, he was in bad shape, wasn't he? Yep, absolutely. Well, he, 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 uh, yeah. I we we want to move on a little bit. Uh, I want I want Dr. Jerry to 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 talk to us about a fellow that I I'm probably one of the few people that know uh, anything about Antoine Beauchamp. I saw I saw you had it here, and then we want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, bioresonance or electromagnetic medicine or electromedicine. Uh, but uh, Dr. Jerry, why don't you tell tell our audience about Dr. Beauchamp? Okay, well, you know, back in the 1850s, uh, Anton Beauchamp went basically loggerheads to, with um, Pasteur. Uh, yeah, Louis Pasteur, who unfortunately had, a, I think, a better spin doctor back in those days, and he was. Uh, Beauchamp was talking about the cell theory. I don't want to get into real uh, technical things, but it, in in a, a nutshell, Cliff Notes version. 
when your body gets toxic from too much processed foods, the existing cells turn to pathology, you know, and bacteria and viruses can't survive in a healthy environment. So that was the the, the whole punchline here, whereas, um, you know, Pasteur was, keeps you know, harping on, oh, we get attacked by, you know, the bacteria and the viruses, and that's why we get sick. Well, they only come as a second thought. So the key is, again, lifestyle changes. And with electromedicine, what's interesting, and they talk about the flu and stuff like that. I had a patient in uh, a few days ago, sore throat, fatigue, achy, and, you know, of course, they did the standard swab and, and strep didn't show up. And, you know, of course, they shrugged their shoulders. Well, we don't know what's going on. With energetic or electromedicine, I diagnosed mycoplasma pneumonia. So the kid actually had pneumonia. And mm. we put him on uh, frequencies, put him on the scalar energy, and he literally walked out with 95% free of a sore throat. It's that simple. You can break down the pathogens with frequencies, with electromedicine. I mean, this stuff goes back to the, the 50s with Reinhold Vol, uh, uh, you know, uh, EVA, electroacupuncture by Vol. And he was, in the, he, he was an East German physician, and he figured this thing out back in the 50s. It messes up your energy potential. It's kind of like draining your battery in cold weather. Well, right. Everything has a frequency. Your light, the light bulbs, the bacteria, uh, chemicals. Right? Is that? I mean, that's the basis of what you're looking for. Everything has a frequency, and some frequencies are pathologic. Yeah, like coffee. <laughs> right. I, it, it, coffee had a, a pathologic. You, you say, Jerry? Yeah. If you just hold a cup of coffee, it'll lower your frequency of your body ten to twelve hertz. And then we've talked about coffee being a positive. Uh, well, the well, patient's paying and, and, for the ad. <laughs> well, no, so I, right. I, I do feel that, that the antioxidants in, in coffee are some of the only antioxidants that most Americans will get in their diet. So I don't, I don't discourage people from drinking coffee. In fact, when they have the flu, I actually encourage them to, to have that caffeine to, to get rid of that brain fog. So, I mean, I think... It, 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 I, I can't demonize coffee, and I cannot demonize the sun. Uh, but I think if uh, your body doesn't tolerate it, it's not for you. Yeah, that, that's my my take on it. It may have some frequencies, but maybe you know we're all electrical. We're electrically and chemically different, like like Dr. Williams said. And I think that 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 is what Dr. Jaffe bases his whole whole practice of predictive biomarkers on. We're all different, so we don't all react the same to every 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 uh, uh, bug and every challenge out there. Uh, that, that that's my take on it. Well, yeah, I mean, everything in moderation. I mean, look, on the weekends I go out to dinner. I'll have a good cup of coffee, a decaf cappuccino, or espresso decaf. But you know, the key in the equation is in moderation. You know, but if you're walking around with the cup glued to your hand, you know, you got a problem. Yeah, absolutely. And if absolutely. you're using it as a stimulant, just like some people use alcohol as a depressant, you got a problem, and that has to be looked at. Keith, if I don't have my cup of coffee in the morning, I don't know what my name is. <laughs> well, you, you're lucky you can spell your name and get it printed on the cup. <laughs> well, I do have one with my name on it. <laughs> okay. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear a lot about hormones and and stress and emotional states, which we really haven't talked a lot about. Uh, Dr. Dan Kalish will be our guest in a couple weeks. He didn't firm up a time exactly yet. Dr. Dan Kalish is a uh, functional medicine guru. He teaches other doctors. He's a chiropractor, but he has the Kalish Institute, and he has now been invited to teach at the Mayo Clinic uh, because he, he he breaks down complicated uh, medical problems and, and makes them simple, just like we try and do, but sometimes we get get carried away, okay? And he, he, he says the main thing about functional medicine, it's quite simple, and that's what we, we started the show out. It, it doesn't take rocket science to stay healthy, okay? But we've got to translate it into to language that people can understand, and doctors... Uh, Kalish is a genius at this and he says people get sick because they're stressed and they don't take care of themselves and you're going to hear about the gut we talk about it but maybe not enough because when your gut starts to fail your liver becomes toxic okay and then you have to look at your stress hormone physiology digestive function toxins liver and detoxification so Dr. Jerry does all of this but he's he's so smart he, he, he just keeps he just goes from one to the other, but we're going to take him. I'm going to slow him up a little bit because he really he he does everything that Dr. Kalis says. Dr. Jerry does in, in his clinic, and he's talked to you about it. But he, you know, he, his brain is a hundred miles ahead of mine, so he just keeps going on. So I'm going to uh, maybe I hope, I'm going to try and slow him up, try and put the, the brakes on a little bit, and uh, let him explain what he's talking about. Yeah, there's certain simple tests that people could do at home to get some idea of what's going on. So, for example, the uh, armpit temperature test. You know, Broda Barnes did 20 years of research. His experimental group went for 20 years. They had the lowest heart attack rate of any group in the United States because they were taking natural thyroid hormone derived from the pig. So simple things like that, all you got to do is, have a thermometer on the side of your bed before you get out of bed in the morning you can either put it under your armpit or if you want to get really high tech you can get an infrared thermometer for like $30 on Amazon and take a two second reading off your forehead because it takes a thousand readings a second and it averages it and then you deduct one degree from that forehead reading and that gives you the equivalent of armpit temperature and so if it's below 97.8 that means your thyroid is not really working the way it should. So if your thyroid is low, your metabolism is low of every cell in your body. And the key here is that if your metabolism cell are low and the cells build up toxic waste, you're a walking time bomb. I mean, this is so simple. If you just do one thing and get your thyroid working properly, you're going to eliminate a whole list of, you know, aches and pains and osteoporosis and mental fog and constipation and hair loss and palpitations of the heart and the dry skin and, and brittle nails and infertility and weak immune system. It's all related to the thyroid, and even tooth decay is related to the thyroid. So Is that one degree uh, off of the 98.8? No, it's one degree off of the temperature that you read from your forehead. So if it's 98.2, you're reading off your forehead, it's actually 97.2. And 97.2 literally is low. 
it should be ninety-seven point eight. Okay. And I'm it, telling you, I, I, I look. I just picked up uh, a family, and the mother was hypothyroid, and the two daughters are hypothyroid. Genetically, they pass on the genetic code through the egg of the mother, and to conception. And what's interesting. The child had delayed eruption of teeth. Well, if your metabolism's low of the cells, how can the teeth develop properly and erupt mm. in, in a normal pattern? It's impossible. Yeah. See, so it affects the dental community, and but they don't even—they're not aware of this uh, basic concept. Uh, tooth decay—we see a lot of it in, in the elderly. They start getting the decay around the necks of the teeth, and invariably, when you check them, they got a low thyroid. So, you know, the chlorine, the fluoride, the bromine. The processed foods, the drugs, it's all suppressing, you know, thyroid function. So this is one simple thing that you can do to, you know, guarantee you're going to be on a planet for an extra, you know, decade or so. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. And get rid of your, your refined sugar. And, 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 and then what if their temperature is 96.8 adjusted temperature? What mm-hmm. do they do then, Dr. Jerry? Well, from my clinical experience, and I'm talking like, you know, over 48 years now, so I'm not the the young guy on the block anymore, there's something in the organ that's suppressing its function. So, yes, you go to a conventional doctor and they have a low temperature, they're going to throw a medication at you. But I don't look at things that way. Something's blocking its function. So it could be low iodine. You know, most people don't eat seaweed or eat foods, you know, high in iodine. Um, it could be heavy metals if they're eating too much fish, for example, especially swordfish and tuna and grouper. They're very high in mercury content. Uh, if you're eating too much in the processed foods, you know, it was wild. I think I told you, I went to an Ethiopian restaurant on Saturday with my girlfriend, and I ordered a mango drink. And I looked at the label, and I saw it had ascorbic acid and sodium benzoate, which are two FDA-approved preservatives. But unfortunately, when they're together like that, they react and release benzene, which is a known carcinogen. So another lifestyle changes. Please look at the label on the products that you're about to put into your mouth. And, you know, Coca-Cola lost a lawsuit because in one of their soda formulas, they had ascorbic acid and sodium benzoate in there. And they were sued and they lost. And they got deep pockets, but they couldn't prevail over the science of the reaction it's black and white you know so that's a, another key factor please look at the labels if you read you know words in there that you can't understand then more than likely it's not good for your body and so many women are hypothyroid they really should be checked as they get older uh, women uh, yeah, but men the conventional too, but blood tests you know dr dan are not accurate that's the problem i know that's the problem with the blood test what, what well, I, would, you like? I, would add, I would add one other thing. If your doctor says you have high cholesterol and wants to put you on a statin, leave take him it. and go get your thyroid. <laughs> Don't take get it. Your thyroid, get your thyroid checked. Because yeah, that, that could be that, the push. Dr. Barnes has always said that your people with underactive thyroids have high cholesterol. So, uh, well, no, and, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, right. Dr. Ron uh, and Dr. Dan, because... You have a trilogy going here, the the pituitary, the thyroid, and the adrenals. And when the thyroid gets low, there's a biofeedback mechanism. Your adrenals kick in to to 
pick up the metabolism of the body. Well, the adrenal cortex puts out over 60 different hormones. Every one of them needs cholesterol to make the hormone to meet the emergency situation in your body. So if you start suppressing that cholesterol level, how in the world can your body deal with the emergency at hand? It can't. Exactly. I was watching a show on that television that happened to come on while I was studying uh, uh, the topic for today, and he was talking about vegans versus people that eat meat, and it didn't make any difference. The main thing was the Mediterranean diet. That's the important thing. The Mediterranean diet, I, th- I think you both agree that that's a healthy diet. Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right, the Mediterranean with good, diet. With good olive oil, not, the, not um, olive oil that comes in plastic bottles. Right. Right, you want to get it in glass bottles. And, you know, Dr. Diane, Dan and Dr. Ron, when I go to a restaurant now that, that has a good salad, I bring my own olive oil. I think I'm nuts, but, you know. I don't trust, you know, what they're serving anymore. It's usually like uh, what they call soy oil. They call it vegetable oil or uh, canola, canola oil, you know. Canada yeah, and, and it's poisonous. It's it's long-chain fatty acids, which go rancid in your body. But, yeah, you got to take these little simple steps, you know, and uh, it's nothing wrong with bringing your own uh, dressing into a restaurant because most of it is all chemicalized garbage. And it's and it's in a plastic container so often, or in those little containers that you have to break open. You're right. But well, Doctor Jerry, uh, if a person has a taste problem, would, would you do anything in your practice to to ch- check them? Yeah, I mean, um, they could be have a low zinc issue, and uh, you know, zinc is very very important for that. There could be uh, chemicals um, that literally get. Uh, embedded into the, the the nerve tract, you know, the, the tractus solitaricus. That's the, the nerve in your tongue. That that's why it's it's always good if you take a natural food-based vitamin, you chew it up because that tractus solitaricus literally takes it right up into your brain, and you get a, an extra therapeutic effect. Oh, is there any way of t- testing zinc? Yeah, it's real simple. Um, for like $15, you can buy what they call the, the radiant living test. Um, you go on the Internet, and you, you swig a, a little liquid of the zinc, like 10 milliliters. And um, the bottom line is if you uh, get a distinct bitter, sour, metallic taste or an unpleasant taste, then you're not zinc deficient. But if you report no taste, or watery or chalky taste, and uh, but not bitter, not sour, or not metallic, then most likely you're zinc deficient. You can also check on your fingernails if you have white flecks on your nail beds. That means you're eating way too much refined carbohydrates, and that's a zinc deficiency. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a nice pearl. That yeah, a nice it's simple. Pearl out there. Yeah, for fifteen dollars, you can do a simple test in your home. And, and and even then, if you look at your nails, they reflect, you know, uh, a lot what's going on, uh, you know, in the body. I mean, an example, people have blue nail beds, and that's associated with poor oxygen in the hemoglobin. Uh, if you have spoon-shaped nails, for example, it's a sign of anemia or liver uh, problem. 
uh, also a heart problem. And uh, if you have club fingernails, that's low oxygen, lung problems associated with inflammatory bowel problems and cardiovascular. And, uh, you know, the human body, you know, uh, broadcasts what's going wrong. You just have to learn how to read it. So another another test uh, that I've heard about called the Raglan test. What's that? Okay, the, the Raglan test I learned from the chiropractors, you know, way back when. Um, and it's a simple test where you take a blood pressure uh, and in the sitting position, lying position, and standing position. And from the lying position to a standing position, if it goes down 4 to 10 millimeters of mercury, then it means your adrenals are weak. Wow, so that, that, that's good, ladies and gentlemen, because when you stand up, you need ex, you need an extra pressure to get that blood going to your brain. So if it drops, you've got a problem, right, Dr. Jerry? Exactly, and also uh, they call it the paradoxical pupillary reflex. If you shine a little pen light light at an angle into your eye and the pupil dilates instead of constricts, that's also indicative of weak adrenals. So, like, if you go into, you know, Walmart, Kmart, or Peoples, or any of these uh, places where they're just loaded with fluorescence, and it drives you up a wall, your adrenals are weak because you can't handle that bright light. You can't. And, and what I see clinically, the more pain the patient's in, the darker the sunglasses. And the reason for that is when you're in pain, you have sympathetic dominance, your pupils dilate, so you need the darker sunglasses to accommodate, you know, to help resolve that issue. Wow. All right, that's another good one. I think you mentioned uh, another uh, quickie test uh, for dementia. Yeah, who's the president? (laughs) (laughs) George Washington. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Which one, right? (laughs) The real Um, one or the the wannabe? Yeah, the wannabe. Yeah. yeah, dementia, unfortunately, it's a catch-all term. Um, you know, again, processed foods are a big, big factor with dementia. Uh, poor gut, uh, you know, too much antibiotics. And unfortunately, the chickens and the beef are loaded with antibiotics. You eat that, it disturbs the, the gut flora, and the gut flora determine what are the bacteria in your brain. Um so that you know, that's a major issue today. So you you know, probiotic. I just made my own home brew of Bravo yogurt, and the secret, guys, is 79 degrees for 24 hours. So in other words, I buy raw milk, or you can take pasteurized milk. You bring it to a slow boil, you let it cool down at room temperature, and you add in three packs of the different components. One is 42 microorganisms. The other one's colostrum. The other one is what they call GMAF, which boosts the immune system. You then mix it up, the whole thing, let it sit on the countertop for 24 hours at 79 degrees. You get the best yogurt in the world. Put it in the refrigerator for two hours, and then you can put berries in there or whatever, you know, granola, I don't care, some fruit. And But it's so healthy. You replace the good bacteria in your gut, and then it ensures brain health. And you can go to the Olympics the next time, right, Dr. Ron? Uh, excuse me, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. You can even walk oh, you, on you, water. And the bicycle races. Yeah, the key in the equation is you got to start from ground zero, which is your gut. 
And when you disturb that balance with antibiotics, with drugs, uh, with poor quality food, uh, you're opening up Pandora's box for a multitude of degenerative diseases. It's, mm-hmm. it's that simple. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about things that you can do uh, now and and, and so hopefully somewhat easy uh, for yourself and for your your family physician, your healthcare advocate, uh, so that you uh, you know can have better life in your years. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, lab-based uh, medicine and analysis and med- well, some things that we've been threatening to talk about. We have to get to we we have, don't talk enough about meditation and uh, and, and herbal treatments uh, based on your lab work. Okay, so uh, we need to get this dysfunction of your body back to functioning properly and. Uh, that's what functional medical doctors do. They get you functioning properly. Um, so we had the eight predictive biomarkers of uh, Dr. Jaffe, uh, readily available on the Internet. You write them down, take them to your physician. You have the zinc test that Dr. Uh, uh, Jerry just told you about uh, that you can send away for a, a radiant living for fourteen ninety-five, fifteen bucks. get that done. Uh, if you're having trouble with uh, energy and whatever, and you just don't have the time to to, to uh, look into it further, uh, you know you, your physician can take your blood pressure and lying down, uh, sitting and standing, and see if it drops four to ten millimeters. If it drops that much, you you have a problem. But what 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 I want to make the point is that these are just uh, points on a graph. It really doesn't tell the whole story. And what we want to try and do over the next series of programs is introduce you to feel controlled therapy by whatever whatever you want to call it, electromedicine, I guess, uh, the rife therapies that, that, that really work. That's why they put them out of business. There's a quote here, ladies and gentlemen, from the National Cancer Institute. Let me just read this. They... they they say at least 98% of all cancers are caused by toxic chemicals, toxic chemicals, carcinogens. So they ask, why do conventional and many alternative cancer specialists do so little to properly address them? And even better, properly address them to prevent cancer from emerging and prevent diseases from emerging. So we don't have in conventional medicine all the tools uh, to diagnose that. That's why the Dr. Jerry uses a cyber scan to diagnose. Uh, he, he, correct me if I if I go out of out of my league here, Dr. Jerry. Cyber scan. Then he uses a bi- bioptron. He uses a, a high energy lights to, to treat people. He uses a, a, oh when, when you when you put the uh, the bio. Clarify the scalar energy. Yeah. Clarify. Yeah, good, yeah. Therify to treat people. I mean, these are things that seem uh, from outer space, but they're all based on, on technologies of, of Nikola Tesla, and they've been around for a long time, but they've been, they've been undercover because the, uh, they're, the people that use them sometimes get uh, called out about them. Well, all you got to so, do is look at Star Trek, and you had the, you know, Dr. Spock and, and Bones, you know, on there. They're showing you the things that are actually – um, in existence, uh, and they're doing it on the big screen. Uh, you know, I remember the one episode where um, 
they were coming to rescue Krychek. He was in the hospital. He had a, a blow on his head, and he had bleeding in his head. And when they walked in, they were going to drill a hole in his head to let the, the bleeding out. So the Bones and the and the two of the other Star Trek members locked the nurse and the doctors in the closet, and they broke the, the, the lock so they couldn't get out. And then he took some kind of, like, laser, and he put it on the guy's head, and he was wheeling him out, and he was, like, coming too. Um yeah, but this stuff's available, believe it or not. Laser therapy, it works. It does work. And, I, and I'll, I'll be a testament to something we talked about on this program two weeks ago, and that's DMSO. Uh, oh, yeah. I did have a good round of golf yesterday. I uh, injured my thumb, was hurting like mad this morning as, as I was walking. I came home, uh, put a 50% solution on my thumb, rubbed it in, and within 45 minutes... One hundred percent gone. I didn't have you to forgot the red laser that you told me you did. You oh, the you're right. I did do that too. You're right. I, I forgot my <laughs> methylene blue too. <laughs> I use a red laser, and that sounds so so exotic, but it's a pointer. I bought a set of three on eBay. I bought a red, green, and blue one, and I shined that red laser on on the uh, on my uh, uh, thumb, and that was it. I mean, it it it, it was so easy. I didn't take a, a, an Advil, a new, uh, ibuprofen. I didn't take anything. DMSO and a red laser. Run. What's that? It still feels good? Yes. Absolutely. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I have a 7.38 time. Yeah, when, when you reduce the inflammation in DMSO, there's over 1,100 scientific articles in the medical literature espousing the safety of DMSO, and the FDA still won't, you know, uh, allow it into mainstream medicine. It's too simple, you know. Yeah, it, it really was a Stanley Jacobs, I think, put this together back in the 60s, if I'm not mistaken, 63, I think he yeah, He research. was in Oregon, and I met him, and he was uh-huh. using intravenous DMSO on cervical injured patients, ones that had uh, quadriplegia or paraplegia, and they were yeah. these kids were getting up and walking. Yeah, it's too simple be, because it, when you re- reduce the inflammation, the blood flow goes to the spine and it prevents the degeneration of the nerve tracts. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, and then if you add in some 35% food-grade hydrogen peroxide and, and you oxygenate the nerve tissue, you don't get the damage. You get the repair. That, that that just reminds me to tell our listeners again. If you missed the, the show two weeks ago with uh, uh, Phil Safer, not Peter Safer, Phil Safer, uh, you know he did, he did mention he did mention DMSO. We talked about colloidal silver. Uh, we talked about turpentine. I'm not going to get into that today, but uh, we we talked about other other uh, medi- uh, the medications and supplements. Uh, but I can attest, as of today, the DMSO worked. A hundred percent. No side effects, of course, because you're not ingesting it. You're not. It's getting absorbed uh, through the skin. My only uh, caution would be to is make sure that whatever area you put it on is really clean, because it will drive everything through the through the, the pores of your skin. So if there's any bacteria or whatever could get into your system. So just clean off the area. Uh, I was going to put a hundred percent, but I listened to Dr. Jerry and diluted it fifty percent with distilled water. Work like a charm. Yeah, Did because you put if you put it on at full strength, it'll it'll actually cause a very severe irritation in the skin. 
What about alcohol? So it's, this is easy. This is not complicated. You can stay so much healthier. You know, you can have such a great, healthy lifestyle. It's 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 not really not rocket science, as, as I keep saying. And I would, like I told Dr. Dan earlier today, uh, water is cheap, but whiskey costs money. Ah, uh, you said it. I don't have to remind well, you. <laughs> what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, is do it. Don't just talk about it. Do something about it. Do something about your health. Do something about your diet. Get some exercise. You know, be grateful for what you have. Uh, so water is cheap, but whiskey costs money. <laughs> I, I, you know, guys, I want to mention something we haven't talked about because uh, I guess because I forgot about it. I don't know, but uh, let me just I, – I made a note about this. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we talked about, you know, a lot of everybody's going for an endoscopy, okay? And you remember we talked about contaminated endoscopes. So I guess it's been a year. I didn't look up the show yet. but uh, And there were a ton of lawsuits against Olympus. Uh, please uh, – these these endoscopic procedures are they still have a a, a problem okay uh, so there's some important things you want to know about uh, at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center three years ago is where this all started and we you know these endoscopes are for long flexible tubes and they they use them mainly now to go into your GI tract and get a colonoscopy or gastroscopy or endoscopy from above. And most of them are made by a company called Olympus, O-L-Y-M-P-U-S. And what happened is they got contaminated with an antibiotic-resistant superbug called CRE. And it turned out that when this was first reported three years ago, it was only the tip of the iceberg, and other manufacturers became uh, were affected also. And the outbreaks, uh, I guess, are going on. They were going on for about seven years before the problem was brought to uh uh, mm. papers before the fake medical news uh, people uh, reported on it. A 2008 incident in Florida, uh, for example, infected 70 patients and killed 15. Uh, in 2012, 11 people died in Seattle, other cases in Philly, Chicago, Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, but since we're not hearing a lot about it, I, I said, let me, let me see what's going on. Maybe they solved the problem. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's it's not looking good. Last summer, over 500 patients who had an endoscopy procedure done at the Buffalo VA Hospital received letters warning that they could be at risk for an infection due to improperly sterilized endoscopes. Hmm. Now, at that time, we were advising our listeners to make sure they had ethylene oxide uh, sterilized scopes, okay? Uh, but apparently, not even the hospital uh, took that advice. Then just two weeks ago, Another endoscope maker called Pentax Medical, the, you, you might know Pentax from the camera days, they oh, yeah. announced a recall of one model due to the possibility that patient fluids may leak under the cap, which could mean that contamination from someone else's body fluids could be on the device that your doctor puts in your throat. Now, despite mm. all that's going on during these three years since we reported on it and talked to you about it, and we alerted you to this situation, okay? What's what's being done to make these endo, endo, these endoscopes safe is, is not clear to me. So what do you do if your doctor orders an endoscopy? You it's put police take over your rectum. <laughs> well, it's going to be awkward, <laughs> but you got to take over. you got to take over. you got to ask, okay? 
why you're getting the procedure, and you got to ask the clinic you'll be using what its procedure is for cleaning the scopes. You have to ask that. One thing we know, and from my, my research, when I started researching this a couple weeks ago, is that cleaning with paracetic acid between patients appears to be now one of the best ways to ensure their sterility. Paracetic acid. I used to. I, I told you three years ago, that ethylene oxide uh, sterilization. Now, it looks like paracetic acid between patients. So that's something you can ask about. And uh, before they uh, put one of these scopes inside you, either end, uh, you got to ask: Are they using ones with disposable caps? And do they test them for contamination after they after they clean them? And they, or do they put them in a quarantine for a period of time just to make sure there's no bugs growing on them? Okay, so ignorance is not bliss. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is still a serious problem. I didn't think about it until I saw a little blurb come across my uh, computer screen, and then I started checking into it. And when I saw these 500 patients uh, at Buffalo VA Hospital having a problem, I said, well, let me just make it known to you uh, because knowledge is power. And uh, know that you know, you, these procedures, there's a, there is one cancer procedure that I recommend everybody get, unlike uh, any other. I don't recommend people get the annual physicals and whatever, but a colonoscopy could save your life. So, But you, you don't want to get, to get a, a, a serious bacterial infection from it either. So uh, that's my two is cents. Is there an age, Dr. Ron, where uh, if you have normal ones uh, prior five years or six years before, that you shouldn't well, get them when you start getting older because of the possibility oh. uh, of uh, a serious problem occurring? That's that's not my area to, to comment on, but yeah. I would say that generally if you're over 70 and uh, have a clean colonoscopy, no polyps, or if you had one that's removed and it was not cancerous, I think you're you're good to go. Okay. Dr. Ron, I, I always ask my proctologist to blow on the end of the uh, scope. If it's clean <laughs> enough for him to blow on it, it's safe enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm laughing because it's funny, and then I'm thinking of the way they used to uh, inflate the lungs with that, uh, the, right? <laughs> with that, with that, that thing that you you put in the fireplace, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Blow the air on. Right. Oh, gosh, I can't. Where have we gone? <laughs> well, I always tell people, I said, the only uh, periscope that's going up my rectum is from a U-boat commander. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> All right, well, there, are, there, is, there is a blood test for concussion, ladies and gentlemen. We'll bring that up next week. We'll open the show with that. There is a blood test for concussion. And uh, I'm trying to get Dr. Amalo. I could tell you about it now, but I'm trying to get Dr. Amalo to comment on it uh, for next week's program. Um, anything else, gentlemen, uh, that we that we have to cover? I think we did a great job today. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, I just want um, to leave you with an Einstein quote. He says, "If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough." Great. That's a great. That quote. makes sense. And. Uh, one one thing about the to bring up the uh, what I was uh, studying for today was the uh, functional medicine. Uh, I'm going to take my ten pages and do it in one one sentence maybe, and we'll we'll talk about it later. It's looking for the cause of the problem, not just treating it. That's what functional medicine is. Find out what the toxin or whatever it is is. 
that's causing the problem. And go and try and get rid of the mercury or the lead or whatever it is. And uh, there are there are a million things there. I have about ten pages on, but but we can we can go over that later. But I think that would be the way to go. Not just walk into an office and get conventional medicine where oh I don't feel good. Okay, here's an antidepressant for you. Here's some Valium. Here's here's some, some something else, and then forget about what uh, what the real cause is. So I I think that'll sum it up in a few sentences. For now. Yeah, Dr. Dan, that was really good. And and and, and Dr. Jerry says you got to get the splinter out. I agree. You have to get to the cause. And I was told by medical students in my residence, if you know the cause, you could always look up the treatment. But uh, Exactly. It, it, it takes a detective and, and somebody that cares to get to the cause and somebody that uh, is, a, is a good Inspector Clouseau and has all the tools available to him and that can critically think about the problem. I think that's so important that they can think outside the box. Pluto, oh, it's funny. Yeah. Well, ladies yeah, and yeah. gentlemen, this is this has been Please Dr. Go. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we're here every Tuesday. I don't know that we've ever, if we miss, we usually run a program. We've had we have 246 episodes. We are on all the major uh, podcast links. We do appreciate your listening. We do appreciate any referrals to, for the show. Uh, it, it's it's important to us. It keeps us going. We love it. We're going to be here until uh, whenever. Uh, but we had a great time today. Uh, we have a uh, uh, email address, Docron Radio, uh, D O C R O N Radio. If you care to drop us a note uh, and tell your friends. I mean, they don't if they don't have a computer. They can listen in on their phone. We won't. Uh, they don't have to talk. Three four seven. Nine eight nine eight eight nine nine three four seven nine eight nine eight eight nine nine. Glad to have you listen. And next week, uh, uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, I think we should continue with functional medicine and 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 okay. talk more about electro yeah. electro medicine to get to the cause because uh, conventional medicine doesn't always do it. So we you know we need to get to the cause. Dr. I Jerry have a lot has of information on that. Into. I have I have a new a new rife machine that I'm working with. I'm on my uh, seventh day of uh, scalar detoxification, and, and I'm loving it. So we will have uh, uh, we'll have that in our program next week. That'll be okay, good, gentlemen. Yeah. Very good. Good night. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Would you say oh, you said good night? I thought you said can I? I said good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. God bless. Good night. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.